Systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. With so many distractions and so many uncertainties in today's world, it is challenging to stay focused. Welcome to the Advisor Mentorship Podcast. I am your host, Jeremy Hauser, and today I wanted to bring to you an expert to help us with attacking these challenges each day. Ricky Kelman is a mindset expert, mindfulness, motivational speaker, and celebrity hypnotist who delivers mindset motivational keynote programs. He has made numerous special guest appearances, so you may have seen him on ESPN, HLN, Disney, Hallmark Channel, Fox FX, TV Guide, and Comedy Central. He has even performed and spoken to the Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Yankees. Ricky Kalman's new book, Leverage Your Mindset, is in stores today and sold on Amazon. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ricky. How are we doing? Hey, Jeremy. I am absolutely fantastic. I'm excited about being here. Thank you so much for the introduction. Uh, I really do appreciate it. And I'm excited about talking to you today. Me too. No, appreciate you hopping on, um, going through the laundry list of everything that you've done, which is incredible. Could you share a little bit about yourself? to the audience of who Ricky Kalman actually is outside of the guest, ex, uh, guest appearances and everything you've done already in your career? Sure. Well, there's no overnight success. Uh, it all started 30 plus years ago as I created a very unique comedy show. Yes, I'm a hypnotist. I created a very unique comedy show for corporate events. It's not the show where people thought I was going to, you know, people are going to sw- literally bark like a dog or cluck like a chicken, or I was going to put them under with a swinging watch. It, the, the show itself was a transformation of an audience, uh, engaging and fun, and made the, it made the, the volunteers that participated in the show the stars. But Jeremy, there was always a hidden agenda, even a young man, I, I thought, if I could do this on stage, if I can help people transform their reality to have fun, why can't we use it in their everyday life? And mm-hmm. so as I grew in my career, I started developing self-care programs, and I, I say that it's not self-help, it's self-care. And showing people how relaxation married with the right suggestion can help people in all parts of their life, personally and professionally. And I've shown, as you even mentioned some of the credits, you know, people in all different industries and how to do better at their jobs and their lives and be more present. And it's not what I'm telling them to do. It's what I'm showing them what to do. So whether I'm doing a keynote or it's a program that I'm recording or whatever it may be, it's all about getting value out of what you're hearing. And uh, I'm excited about sharing that more. I hope that I hope your listeners right now, I'm gonna tell you right now, at the end of this this podcast, if you, whether you're watching or listening, I hope you walk away from this going, you know what, that story, that example that resonated with me, I- I'm gonna be pro- more, a little bit more proactive towards myself. If this adds value to somebody, and I really do hope, if you're listening, I add value because I know your time is valuable, especially in, in the advisory world. I know your time is extremely valuable. So let's get right to it. No. So hopping right into it with so much uncertainty, like I mentioned earlier. So what does, just for Ricky, what does mindset actually mean to you? That's a question I get asked every single day. And I'm going to tell you the same answer because it's so important. You, everybody listens to this. What mindset means to me 
is going to be different from somebody else. So my job is not to convince you what mindset is. My job is to get you to be more aware of the present moment mm-hmm. so you can figure out what it means to you. To me, it's, uh, it's, un- it's, it's, it's thinking without judgment. To me, it's becoming more relaxed, becoming more focused, being more driven, more present, present in the moment, whatever I'm doing. So I know we all have our busy lives, whether we're serving our clients, being the expert in the industry, reading new information, serving our families, our loved ones, our communities. But when you're doing those things, I think it's important to be in that moment. And even if when your, your to-do list is really full, how do you become more present? So you, can, you kind of see, I'm, I'm avoiding the word balance. In other words, we say these words work-life balance. I'm avoiding the word balance because I don't believe there is a perfect work-life balance. Mm. It's, it's about being in that exact moment. And, th- and that's, that's when we talk about mindfulness. But it goes beyond that. And it goes beyond positive thinking. It, it's a way of programming ourselves. So maybe what are, what are some examples of how people can take action or better create a, mind, a better mindset for their day-to-day activities? Even just what I just said. When you're in your everyday activities, whether you're to doing a to-do list or whether you're prospecting and calling new leads uh, or whether you're just serving your clients now, I, I think it's important for us to kind of stop sometimes, and this is an important thought, so listen carefully if you're listening, to step back and sit in the audience and sit in the place of the people that are listening to you for a brief moment and observe your patterns and habits, your demeanor, your, your rapport, your inflections. Become more aware of being unaware. I think that would be a, a great takeaway for people. I, I can't give you every little skill set right now, sure. but I want to try and get you to understand that even just the small little things, sit in the audience. What does that mean? Sit in the audience of, your, of what you're doing. See yourself. In other words, sit in the audience and, and actually visualize if you were in front of yourself, what you look like, what you sound like. What's your demeanor? What's your, what's your positivity? What's your negativity? Because we're in a society sometimes of feeling like we have to, the first thing we have to talk about is what's wrong. <laughs> what's going on in the world? What's, what, what we can't control. So sometimes it's important to become more aware of what we're doing and that maybe puts us in a better path. And, you know, it's, it's almost like stepping out, outside the comfort, our comfort zone at times. And I, and I think I've actually, so I've done a little digging into your website, which is great. By the way, if, if any of the listeners give it a chance, uh, rickycalman.com, um, watch some of the videos on there. And some of the interesting interviews you've done in the past, you talk about the subconscious mind to see what it holds and going and revisiting that. So could you tell a little or talk a little bit to that, to the audience of what are some of the steps to do? Let's talk about like your skill set. What, what are your talents? And so if you're, if you're listening right now and you're going, okay, uh, my talent is I'm, I, I serve my clients. I'm an advisor. Uh, I, I offer tools. I, I offer growth. I offer financial planning. Uh, whoever else might be listening, because this is not just for the financial world, but think about it. if you're in sales, customer service, if you're a leader, if you're an entrepreneur, even if you're a leader of organizations and you're not actually even meeting with clients, you are leading your team. Let's say you have a, a small office of, I don't know, 12 people, or you got a big office of 30 advisors, whatever it may be. Your skill set is, is part of who you are, and that, that happens over time. That is part and stored in your subconscious. You know, when you first start doing something, it's not so easy, right? I mean, it's, mm. I've never seen anybody just pick up a, cl- a golf club and get a hole-in-one or create a better a short game because they just picked it up for the first time. 
or they rode a bike or ran a marathon. The, the, the point is sometimes when we first start doing things, we have to get into a rhythm of doing it and practicing it and repetition builds a habit and that's stored in our subconscious. We access that information, our skill set, so we know how to answer a question, so we know how to handle a situation. That software, that, that subconscious needs to be attended to. And it, or, or you can leave it alone and stay where you are in life. You can stay in the same patterns, habits, and status quo. I've never, Ooh. when I've really put that out to people, I've, I've never heard anybody go, well, I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> Very rarely <laughs> well, is somebody I mean, really that comfortable with staying really comfortable. And, and all, all the people that you've visited in your career, so you go around traveling with a lot of business organizations too, especially speaking to entrepreneurs. So what are, how are some of the things or what have you found that entrepreneurs do to become better leaders when they're doing these type of uh, things when it comes to their subconscious mm -hmm. mindset or sure. just their mindset of day-to-day -day working with and employing so many people. You know, when somebody says they're an entrepreneur, I want to know more about them. Why are they an entrepreneur? Why do they think that they're an entrepreneur? Just because you own your business doesn't mean you're an entrepreneur, you know, or, or you're, you, you, you literally came up with a concept of something. I think an entrepreneur to me is somebody that, that takes a lot of risk, that it's going to reap the, the biggest rewards from that too, because they're taking the risk, they're, they're out, they think outside the box, not to be cliche. Uh, but they also understand that self-discovery never ends. An entrepreneur is always looking for ways to grow. So when somebody says they're an entrepreneur, I want to hear why they think they are, <laughs> because sometimes they're not. Uh, and maybe that maybe they're, they're just a business owner. So I, I think it's important when I talk to a team and I do this, you know, every day, I, I say, this is effortless on my part. I just hope it's you get something out of this. And it's... Well that investment and time that we spend together. So whether you're listening to me at a, a live event or over a virtual presentation, an entrepreneur is somebody that really is grasping for information. That's, uh, listen, that's why you have an audience right now. If you're listening right now, I, yeah, I would probably say you're an entrepreneur because you're looking for ways to grow. Well, and most of the people that do listen to the show and the, the team of advisors that I've, I've served here over the last decade or so, it, it seems a lot of those successful advisors uh, they have a, a certain knack to not just grow their business, but attract new prospects. And I really find, especially over the last couple of years, to really differentiate some of these advisors that are now growing their business, uh, they're thriving in the last two years, not necessarily uh, just going through the motions. They're, they're really excelling with their goals. Um, one thing that I'm seeing is new prospects seem to be attracted to those that are in the right mindset and they are mm -hmm. actually attracting these prospects and not necessarily chasing them. So, so why is that in a sales role? Is there something to do with giving off a, some type of persona to attract people? That's why people buy from them or that's why they decided mm -hmm. to do business with well, Let me ask you a question here. Is there somebody that you really admire in your industry? You don't have to tell me who it is, but I want you to think about somebody you really, really admire in your industry in the advisory field. Those that are listening, I, I, I got I, I, several, but I'll just, I'll minimize. Okay, that's more. the next point. All right, so that was the next question. You probably couldn't have just come up with one. There's probably a lot of people in the advisory industry of being a solution provider, whether you're the leader that runs the organization or whether you're the, you're the individual, you have people that you admire. Why do you admire them besides their financial success? 
What is it about all of them that have, what's the trait between all of them that think that they have a common thread? And again, let's take money out of it. Maybe don't just say, well, they're all rich <laughs> mm-hmm. or they're just all successful. What do you think the common thread is between them all? Drive, I would say, or just um, they're motivated. Okay. And what is motivation? Motivation would be wanting to make the most out of each and every day and really have goals lined out and a purpose of why you're trying to hit those goals, in my opinion. And, 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 and we're role playing a little bit. So thank you for letting me put you on the spot. I'm here. I'm asking the questions to you. Common thread. Yes. Could I sum it up by saying, is it mindset? Yes. Is it belief? Is it confidence? Yes. All those things. And what are all those things? It's programming. Even when, because they're human, just like you, and they're going to have bad days. They're going to have hurdles. They're not, they're not immune to stress. They're not immune to the environment of the news, the negativity, the frustrations of other people. But I guarantee you, the people that you really admire, and if you're listening right now or watching, Think about the people you admire. What is the common thread? They make, you know, is, is it mindset, their belief, their confidence? Is it their moxies, that they're great? I don't care what you call it. And that feeling that they have is transcends them to who they are. It becomes who they are. Sure, they might have negativity, but they understand how to remove the negativity when it walks in the room and not let it rule their world. They also know that if, you know, it takes maybe 10 mistakes to get one right and they're not going to give up because they really, truly 100% believe in what they do. So if you're listening right now, and if you truly believe in what you do, and you're offering solutions to clients, wow, that's, that's a pretty cool thing. Now you remove yourself as a salesperson or trying to meet a quota, you're now an expert. You're the person that people want to talk to and ask for advice. You're that person because you are so passionate about what you do, because that's part of your mindset, when somebody has a problem, they come to you for the solution. Now, you might not be selling them something at that time, but they know they come to you. So there's an attraction of understanding. And I think that's what my point is here is that when you understand that, you can constantly work that. You can constantly work that mental conditioning. And by the way, you still need to know your products. You still need to know what the latest and greatest is. You got to know what the new packages are and the new offerings in the field and what's going on in the industry and the new trends and the new laws. I get that. But at the same time, you have to constantly engrave that feeling of belief that you can do better. And, you know, actually, that, that brings up something that I've thought about, too. And I might be a, a victim of this also. For those that are motivated and always wanting to do better, wanting to make the most of each and every day, it seems a lot of people that I work with, myself included, are always in work mode. And it's hard to, even if I decide to go take a vacation with the family for a couple of days, mm-hmm. you can't really separate yourself from checking emails or for some reason, I don't know what it is, maybe just being wired. Some of the advisors I work with, even though I know they're on vacation for this week, here they are shooting me over questions and emails. So it seems like work mode's never off. So what, what are some tips for that personally for me, but also for uh, the advisors <laughs> listening as well too? Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's life is a challenge. It's, it definitely is at times. Um, but I think that we, we get a better understanding that when we're attentive in that moment. And you know, listen, if I say, well, it's hard, then guess what? It's going to be hard to do it because mm-hmm. your mind believes it. We're in, a, we're in a time now more than ever that people are having 
at seven o'clock emails and then eight o'clock teaching <laughs> their kids. Or if they are on vacation, yes, they, they might have to attend to things because there is no more nine to fives. We were right. so comfortable with that with that status quo. And, and maybe it challenged people to reach out and, sh and make their talent shine. To create that, and I, I, that present, not balanced. You, you see, I almost hesitated and said the word balance, but it is a being a present at the moment. So is there anything wrong with responding and sending an email at that very second, but then shutting it off and then going be, to be with your family. You know, it, it depends on you. I, I know people that after five o'clock, they just don't answer phone calls, no matter what happens. You might not be in an industry that you can do that. <laughs> I'm, so I, I don't know, and I'm not walking in your shoes. I think the biggest key here is just to think about the word present. What, what does present mean to you at that moment? So if you have to take a phone call, what if it's an aggravating phone call? What if it's an exciting phone call? Whatever it may be, and then you have to turn it back off and do something else. I think you have to challenge it. You have to condition yourself like an athlete. I mean, athletes continually work on their muscle memory, mm -hmm. but I think extraordinary athletes work on their mind memory. I like that. And so what are the common themes that you are, maybe not themes, but hurdles that you'll hear from mm -hmm. people when they're trying to overcome uh, certain things? Is it more so forth, uh, work-related, or do you think more hurdles that come about when they're really trying to be in the moment, be in present? Is it personal, social, work-related? Which one do you see across the country when you go visit people? It overlaps in every industry. It really does. Stress is, is talked about more than ever. Um, I think it's overcoming challenges that were the, the new normal, um, the unprecedented times, all these w buzzwords that we're hearing are, are synonymous, I think, or synergetic with all these different groups that I speak with. But, but because we're not, a, you know, we're like magnets sometimes. We, <laughs> unfortunately, people are going to throw stuff at you, but I think you also have to be a magnet to repel it. And so regardless whether it's just learning to relax better, sleep better, feel better, be happier, more, pro more prosperous in your life, be a better leader to yourself. So again, as I walk people through this understanding, and it's, it's not a quick fix. I tell people all the time, if you're looking for a quick fix, I'm going to snap my fingers and life is perfect. You're going to be looking forever. Um, what well, I, I mean, you might snap your fingers and, and then they go under, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, uh, it's, it's really about conditioning conditioning. We hear those words conditioning all the time. And think about all the habits we have. The habits we have are put there because we repeated something. So if you have a habit and you don't like the habit or whether it's positive or negative, the only way to replace it is to repeat something else and do that on a continuous basis. So even when I do a live event, I tell people, hey, listen, I might throw out a lot of information at you in the next hour. And as I walk you through this program and I teach you all these different things and about scripting and meditation and breath and, and focus and confidence, and we talk about all these different topics and I give you an examples, but don't just walk away with, with it going, okay, I feel great. You know, this isn't, you have to look beyond it. it, it motivation to me sometimes is, is a negative word because motivation seems like, okay, I need to be motivated. And then you, we've done that. You've, gone, you've done something, you've been somewhere and all of a sudden what happens a couple days later? Kind of fizzles off. You're not as motivated. You get all excited. Oh, this is awesome. My idea, my philosophy is, okay, if this is awesome, then do the awesome again tomorrow. So go back to your notes that we talked about. Go back to the, the program that I walked you through and repeat it. Don't do it for me. Do it for you. Because if you thought it was awesome, then keep doing it and see how it applies. And I think um, one thing that you mentioned earlier that I want to 
if you could elaborate a little bit more, you, you've mentioned in some of the individuals that have heard you speak in person, you talk about an internal software, and sometimes we need to, to update that. And I, the information that I gathered from the people that were sharing that saw you live, um, that was a really pivotal moment in your conversation with them that really resonated. And if you don't mind sharing with the audience, um, you talk about internal software. What exactly does that mean? And sometimes it needs to be updated. How, how does that work? I mean, your likes, your dislikes, your talents, we've talked about talents, your skill set, everything. You know, I, I give you the best example is that's like software. It makes, it makes up who you are. That's your personality. But I'm sure that friends can describe you, who you are, your demeanor, your, you know, the food you like, the music you listen to. Think of all that information that makes up who you are as software. And if that software stays the same, then you're always going to like the same thing or do the same thing or, or create the same bad habit on a continuous basis based on the software that runs in our head. And the, the premise is really simple. If you want to leverage your mindset is understand that software should be updated. It should be changed and acknowledge it. Give yourself that time to do it. You know, again, going back, I said, sometimes we sit in the audience and observe our patterns and habits. We start to get really conscious of the things that we are doing that we didn't realize we were doing. You ever seen yourself? I mean, we've all done it. Somebody videos you at a party, whatever, on their phone, and then you go back and watch the video, and you're like, oh, man, why am I sitting so slumped over? Is that how I sit all the time? And we, we'll catch little things. I'm not just saying that, but we'll catch little things. Maybe it's the word, um, mom, um. A lot of people maybe don't realize how many times you say the word, um. I'm sure I say, I'm sure I've said something here today that I didn't realize I've probably repeated a couple times. But that's, just, that's part of who you are. And my point is, again, if you're in any kind of business, if you serve your clients, you serve your, your employees, maybe that software can be changed to be a better version of yourself. And that's not criticism. That's not criticism. That's, that's a challenge. That shouldn't be considered failure. It's a challenge to become better. Well, you've been very gracious with your time. What, what's Ricky up to now? So you obviously, <laughs> uh, probably last year and the year prior, you weren't traveling as much. So can you share with the audience a little bit about what's on the horizon here for 2022 or some ways yeah. people can get involved and hear a little more about what some of the programs you are offering to people are? I, Jeremy, I, and I'm very sincere when I say this, I absolutely love what I do. And my goal is, and I, I, I'm very sincere, I really am very truthful. I absolutely love what I do. I want to show people how to love what they do too. And, and I don't care what kind of industry you're in. Because we've all heard that story about the garbage man that you see singing and dancing and, and high-fiving people. You can love what you do. You can absolutely love what you do. And so for me, it, to, my biggest challenge is, like a lot of us as we pivoted through this last year, is that, you know, uh, it was, it, listen, it was, a, it was, wow, it was a shock. To, uh, listen, I'm not immune. Um, it was a shock. You know, I was on the road 150 dates a year doing live events. We went to doing virtual events. And I'm from small groups of 12 people in a room, you know, in a boardroom watching, or there were several thousand worldwide watching these programs. So 
for me, I'm challenged now. I, I had breakfast with somebody today and he said, how many keynotes do you have? I said, I have 14 up to this day. He goes, you have 14 keynotes. I said, here's the beauty. Three years ago, I had one keynote with a lot of spin-off little ideas. Now I have 14 different keynotes. We launched a book in, in 2020. Now I didn't write it in 2020. It was a several year project. Leverage Your Mindset was launched, my book. Um, and uh, then I launched a mobile app to support the book. And mobile app is my name, Ricky Kalman. And we literally developed that app to support the book. And then I started developing more content within the app. And I think that, yeah, I think I think you and I talked about it. You kind of dive in. There's so much more content in there. So for me, it's always about developing and serving my clients and showing my clients that we can we can customize a program. Um, I can develop a different keynote. By the way, I can come back because I've had clients go. You know, Ricky, we had a speaker last year. That's why we have somebody new this year. That's great. He goes, we don't repeat, you know, speakers. You might want to repeat me because I'm going to show your team over the next year how to implement stuff. And, and they're going to tell you, hey, bring them back because I want to know what more tools I can become better. And I, that's my challenge. I got to, I have to come up with new material. And just started uh, last month writing my second book. So uh, what's new with me? I laugh. <laughs> this is a lot. But I do love what I do. I do, I do try to shut down and there are times my, I'm not perfect. My wife will tell me, are you, are you with me here? And I'm like, oh, yeah. So yeah, you just kind of pivot, but I'm excited. I'm excited about what's going on and uh, what we can do. And we're developing, you know, a lot of my clients like even in your industry, which we're doing a lot of things now in, in the financial area, advisory firms is developing content that really resonates for that industry. I have, some clients in the tech industry where we're developing programs strictly for them. So that's fun. I mean, it's, to, to me, that's really fun. No, oh, thank, thanks for sharing all that. And actually I just signed up yesterday for your emails. Um, so getting your, your mindset, motivational emails that go out so far first week. So very new to it. Okay. Um, okay. Good. Good. And you, you can sign up obviously at rickycalman.com. Um, and you know, it's an, even if, if this information intrigues you, I'm not here to sell anything. Listen, I, if it doesn't make a difference on my life if you bought one thing from me, but I hope it makes a difference on on the individual. That's all I would say. Just like, I, I don't want to sell you anything. I want to sell you on yourself. Uh, the mobile app, of course, available on Android or iOS. It's just search my name, Ricky Kalman. Just really cool tools. If you play, if you want to play better golf, if you want to sleep better, want to reduce stress. I mean, it all relates back to mindset. And by the way, there are people like you that will reach out to me. Hey, Ricky, I just read this or I just listened to that program. Have you ever thought of doing this? And sure enough, there are programs living in the app because of the inspiration of of individuals and users of the app. And so yeah, I take that information very, very, you know, seriously. And it's a powerful tool. Is there anything that we missed maybe or words of wisdom you like to share <laughs> with the audience today before we wrap up? I, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you realizing also that mindset itself, self-awareness, self-care is an important topic. Because at the end of the day, if we don't invest in ourselves, although we invest in our portfolios and our, but nothing will exist if we don't exist. And it starts with leading within ourselves. And I'll say this like I say in every one of my presentations, if you change the way you think, you will change your entire world. I hope that your listeners got something out of this, this conversation that you and I had. And I hope you, you dive into something. You listen, even if it's not my information, that's okay. If you dive in to becoming a little bit better and you see that success and that feeling, that's everything. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ricky, for, for joining us. And thank you to the listener for joining us on this week's episode of the Advisor Mentorship Podcast. 
Make sure to subscribe on your favorite listening device so you do not miss any future episodes. And remember, in a world full of betas, be an alpha. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark, the advisor mentorship podcast with InsureMark Vice President, Jeremy Hauser.